two and a half months after Tears of the Kingdom released, we are finally coming together to discuss the game. This episode will contain spoilers for everything in the game, including endgame content. Welcome to the Switch Clicks Podcast, episode 147. My name is Dakota, and today I'm joined by Nathan. Hello! Before we get into it, we'd like to shout out the mods at Zelda Creators for inviting us on their Zelda Creators Modcast to discuss Tears of the Kingdom with them. So if you're looking for even more discussion about the game, check out their episode linked in the description. That episode does not contain heavy spoilers. So of course, it's been a few months since the game came out, and uh, it took me a little bit longer to beat the game, uh, considering... I have a life now. <laughs> and uh, there are a couple things that we did miss during the Zelda modcast episode. And the hot takes that come with it, potentially. Oh dear, that we're going to be digging ourselves a bunch of holes in this episode. <laughs> um, so we have a list of things that we'd like to cover here. And the first thing would be the new abilities. I think they're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're, pr- they're pretty suitable replacements for the, the runes. Yeah. I think the game was almost, it was kind of built around the building mechanic. Yeah. But it didn't feel as cohesive, and a lot of the puzzles were very, very simple. I think think part of the reason was was because um, all these abilities kind of interacted with the, with like almost everything everything in the world, whereas the Sheikah runes were kind of more uh, catered towards specific types of, of objects around the world. Mm. Yeah, and they could build it a little bit more. The, the funnel was a lot smaller, you could say. Yeah, there was just so much more freedom that you could like that you had to just solving puzzles to you know building stuff. Um, whereas with uh, the the Sheikah slate, you kind of had to uh, figure out which which rune you had to use to you know like get get past a certain point. Yeah, and oftentimes you had to use a combination. Like, oh, there's a there's a metal chest in a lake. So you have to yeah. use the ice one and then use the metal uh, one to get it out. So, yeah, that's actually a good point. I didn't really realize. Um, I didn't really find myself combining much of the abilities in Tears of the Kingdom as much as I did in Breath of the Wild. It was kind of mostly like Ultra Hand solves like one single puzzle. Maybe you do like uh, Recall and Rewind. I forgot what it was called to bring you up to the sky or something. There was really no like instance where you really needed to use multiple effects at once it was just kind of a singular puzzle yeah the only thing that i can think of is like if i'm using the ultra hand to put in a glider and then the glider falls off and (laughs) i i forgot something so i need to do the reverse and go back (laughs) yeah or something like that literally like that's the only thing that's the only combo i can think of and i usually only use that to cheese some puzzles like it makes it makes puzzles go by faster, of course. It's just it doesn't feel really natural. It doesn't feel as natural as um, the Breath of the Wild combos. Yeah, I think uh, the ascend ability is probably the most useful, um, just because for some reason I, I did try to play Breath of the Wild again, and I'm like, oh, there's a ledge there. Let me just use ascend. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that was like almost it was it was probably the most useful. I think. Um, I actually think, uh, Recall, or Rewind, um, is the most useful out of all of them, just because of how much range there is, like, you can, you have infinite range with that thing, you can get, like, a plane that's flew off, like, a couple hundred miles away, 
and call it back to your own your own spot. Uh, I think ascend is very very dependent on where you're using it, whereas recall kind of just it it kind of works any in almost any given situation. That that's true. Yeah, I guess how many times how many instances are you throwing something off and you need to get it back? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I usually use recall to like screw over with puzzles and navigate up like higher platforms or something like that. Uh, I actually use it a lot uh, to get those Korok puzzles. Um, you know, the ones where you have to carry the Koroks up like a, a huge mountain or something. To oh, yeah. Get them to their friends. Yeah, I usually use that a lot more often than um, than I would to use Ascend for climbing purposes. Uh, because Ascend is kind of substituted by other stuff in the game, like you could either get uh, level two non-slip climbing gear, or you can get uh, like a simple campfire with a pine cone and cause like a massive updraft. That ty- that type of stuff. So I don't find as much use with ascend as I would with something like recall. Um, I I usually I just remembered that I usually use the time ability for if I overshoot a Korok with a rocket. Oh, then I just, <laughs> then I just activate the ability. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then he kind of like flies over his friend, and I, I stop the ability once he's over his friend, and he just drops. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what that's where I like it the most. It's either that or those or those puzzles that are actually meant for recall. You kind of have like that momentum type of thing going on, and that it just goes crazy when you uh, release it at a certain time. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. That they have that. Feature. Yeah, there's like a couple of shrines that had those where you had to basically time it so that it bounces off the ground really high up, and mm-hmm. those were really fun puzzles. But it's yeah. too bad. It's too bad that you don't really find a use for that anywhere else. Yeah, they do not play with that at all in the overworld. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the overworld, exploration versus Ooh. Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Now, um, before we were recording, Dakota, you mentioned that we kind of have different perspectives on this, and uh, I kind of wanted to hear what you ha- what you thought about this. Yeah, and the different was. the different perspectives saying like, okay, I didn't memorize every single little rock in each place. <laughs> I kind of just knew the main location: it's Kakariko Village, each of the four corners of Hyrule, Hyrule yeah. Castle, Hyrule Field, and that's about it. Um, now, every once in a while, I came to an area, I'm like, hey, I remember this area. I jumped off that cliff, or I wanted to get to the top of that pole that didn't have anything. So I went to the top <laughs> of that pole in this game, and half the time it had something. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the exploration is equally as good. Um, it's, it was just a little bit monotonous, only because there wasn't as many changes. Um, and I'm, at this point, after exploring Hyrule twice... And both times being in complete disarray, I'd like to see a complete Hyrule with people walking around and it thriving. You know, they're probably never going to do that. <laughs> I know, and it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to use some mods to get that, unfortunately. But I've heard some mods kind of didn't work properly for that either. So hmm. it kind of scares me. Um, For me, because I've because I was one of those people who kind of explored, like who did the who got a hundred percent in Breath of the Wild with all nine hundred Koroks, I kind of remember almost every single 
land formation i'd say i'd say um it was also interesting another interesting to note was that i know there are certain things in um age of calamity that were actually from breath of the wild uh surprisingly like some land formations turn into roads in age of calamity so i kind of recognize that as well uh and a lot of those village those village ruins and um the mountain peaks uh uh certain locations like I think the old Breath of the Wild locations for the shrines, I remember all of those pretty well. Uh, and when I saw the differences, I was like, this world is... They probably could have done... I, 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 they probably could have done more to it to change it. It looks like Breath of the Wild, but you can you can tell that it was meant to be... It was designed with Breath of the Wild in mind. Like, you can tell if you were to go to like a Breath of the Wild shrine location... All you see is like maybe a tiny crater in the in the ground, or maybe a cave in there in place of it. It didn't feel as um, natural per se. Yeah, and I think the caves were probably the best addition. They went yeah. in depth, and oftentimes <laughs> they connected with <laughs> in depth. Ha in depth. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> oftentimes they connected with each other, um, and having the little check mark that you got everything in there that's super helpful <laughs> yeah i actually i actually found that super duper useful um you don't want to be running around the same caves over and over again to get all those um frogs bubble frogs whatever they're yeah. called glowy some uh glowy frogs essentially <laughs> <laughs> glowy frogs <laughs> yeah that that check mark is really useful uh, that was that was nice um i also enjoyed the caves Splunking them was was pretty nice, although I think partway through the game I kind of got a little bit unsettled by certain caves just because of how eerie the music gets. It's kind of like disturbing. You sometimes hear monsters around the corner, or you you probably stumble inside a dark cave and you can't see anything. It gets a little scary because you I never mean, know. Kinda, unfortunately, you never know. The, the <laughs> scope of enemies is quite limited. There's like two uh, new ones in the caves right uh yeah two two enemies in the caves and then <laughs> the occasional boss fight which yeah isn't actually that crazy except for they one. didn't do anything new with them they just had either the big one with one eye or the giant rock and that's kind of it <laughs> or one of them had phantom ganon oh yes the one at the pit yes yeah that one was scary that one was a little scary that, that one was cool uh, I got that one early gameplay, early playthrough, and that really is creeping out. But hey, I think that was the first place I actually killed him too. I believe, yeah, I did it at the bottom of a pit as well, and that was also the first spot I got the uh, the hand, the gloom hand, the guys. <laughs> yeah, at the time <laughs> I, I kind of figured out how to defeat them because they were like they show up in like groups of five, so mm -hmm. I just jump or dodge and use arrows uh with bombs and just yeah. destroy a bunch of them with the lionel yeah. like three times arrow thing and you can oh just yeah them down. Those are, yeah my first gloom hands was at hyrule castle actually um i was kind of i heard i heard like people talking about oh my gosh there's so much good loot there so i decided to go there early game uh i go into the ruins i go to i think the docks it was and I run up those big stairs, and boom! It they suddenly just came screaming and running after me. I got so scared. I jumped into the water. Well, I got caught in their hands. I nearly died. I jumped into the water, and I think I was like 
maybe a quarter stamina wheel left before I was safe to get out of the water. It was <laughs> such a it was such a heart pounding experience. But thinking back to it, they're not that scary. They're, they're just, not bad. They're not bad. They're not like guardian level scary. The other one, the other kind of scary ones I wanted to mention was um, in the desert. They have the main point of the plot in that area was like the. <laughs> Uh, I don't even don't remember what they're called. Gibdo. Gibdo, yes. Yeah. Are they the same things from what Ocarina of Time? Uh yes. Well, at least the mummified ones from Ocarina of Time. Mm. Cuz the mummified ones were like infinitely scarier. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz like it forces your character to look at them and then you I don't think you can move for a few seconds and you kind of have to yeah. like, wiggle the joystick for a bit. Yeah, you have to like and then once it grabs you, it like and move. snaps your neck. <laughs> yeah, they um, yeah, they 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 steal a lot of health back in the day. Yeah. Nowadays, and they're kind of really easy. It's like I like that they have a different way of defeating them. That you can't just like spam your sword and then they're yeah. dead. You have to yeah. either hit them with lightning or some kind of explosion or something big or or, or just fire. Yeah, exactly. Um, will... I didn't know they were like. <laughs> bugs <laughs> i didn't actually right? yeah i actually didn't know that they had the flying ones either yeah i think that that had to be new to this game but i didn't know like their origin was a bug <laughs> yeah I I, I I originally thought they were like just mummies or you know s zombies or something like that redeads yeah but i think the idea is that it's like a, a swarm in the desert yeah they're yeah. much they're much less uh humanoid in this one than they were before yeah that fire technique to fight them, though, that is definitely a bit of a nostalgia trip there. Because I know yeah. certain games, you just need to shoot fire and then it like makes them incredibly weak and you kill them. And I'm sure uh, everybody nice... went. I'm sure everybody went through this where they're like, "Oh, they drop bones that do forty damage or add forty damage." Oh, I'm like, dear. "Sick!" And then it breaks in one second. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those disposable things. It's like, oh crap. Now I now I have no excuse but to actually fight the Lynels. Yeah, I saw somebody on Twitter that was like, uh, "Ganon has no chance," and they had like two hundred oh, of the bones and three hundred arrows. <laughs> <laughs> um, another enemy I found pretty interesting. Was, well, another new enemy in the game was the frogs. Those like giant frog monsters in the depths. Oh yeah, uh, those guys were scary the very first time i fight fought them and then every every other time afterwards it was kind of really easy yeah i think that's one of the harder ones in the game they, it is they yeah. jump at you so fast that i couldn't yep. even do anything <laughs> yeah you like actually need to start moving a lot in that one compared to the traditional ones in breath of the wild yeah luckily uh, they were one hit kills so they were much to take care of yeah the giant frogs though giant foxes those ones are are crazy yeah, it's Those basically the giant. Up. It's basically the giant uh, rocks, but on crack. <laughs> yeah, Talus is on crack with a Hinox, Hinox, Hinox eye, weak spot plus ores that you can destroy. I think I think those ones are pretty good for grinding if you really hated the whole process of grinding Zonite stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I got really scared the first time I fought them because it swallowed me up. I'm like, what the heck do I do here? Um, but after that, they just became so incredibly easy. 
especially when they launch you up into the air, it doesn't like hurt you or anything. It just gives you time to pull out your bow and shoot them. Mm-hmm. And I guess um, while we're on the topic yeah. of enemies, we might as well go to the bosses of the game. Um, both the four bosses in each corner, sometimes they have two of them, and also the final boss, if we'd like to. Actually, yeah. we'll do the final boss later. <laughs> oh, dear. The bosses? Uh, which one did you fight first? Uh, what order did I go in? Oh, I went in order water, wind, uh fire and lightning yeah so i basically just did almost the same order except i did wind first instead of water mm. um the wind one what i think i think of the four that you get to fight there i think the wind one was by far my favorite yeah i i second that <laughs> combined with the uh awesome music and dramatic flight it is a good concept but unfortunately, the boss is so incredibly easy. Yeah, I didn't realize that you could dive into them. So I was constantly uh, diving underneath them and then just blowing from underneath, which isn't un oh. which is an option. But diving into them is how, how is is what makes it fun. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty much what I did on my first playthrough. I'm like, what the heck is this actually how you do it? And I just proceeded to do that the entire time, and that was a blast. That was a blast. Every yeah. time I ref I fight this boss again, it just it's always it's always really fun. It had the best music in the game, yeah. but it only lasted like thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even the rematches were kind of really short too. Yeah, I haven't even done the rematches yet. Oh, I gotta do that. Oh yeah, yeah, they're they're worth it. They're worth your time. It's pretty nice. Um, I think my least favorite is the water the water boss. I agree. I agree. <laughs> muck, I don't muck truck truck muck truck. I don't hate it the first time because at least you get low gravity there. Low gravity yeah. is so broken in the game. Like you can just whip out your bow and easily cheese the boss. Uh but the rematches are completely like they are so annoying. Um because you don't you can't just take out your bow or else the guy will hit you. And you got a lot of mud and you or I think it's sludge and you you have to like you know frantically shoot all your water at, like shoot all the the sludge with like water like splash roots or water choo choos or whatever, um, and this guy moves really fast. He is mm -hmm. super duper annoying. Uh, even when you stun him, he still gets up and like flops around, and you have to stun him again. And it's it's just way too tedious. Yeah, I think it. I compare this. It it, it was built like a Mario uh, boss. But you don't have the movement <laughs> of Mario. <laughs> and I honestly think what would have fixed it is Sidon's ability if it went through all of the mud in a line instead of just yeah. stopping at like the first bunch. Yeah, that would have been that would have helped so much more. Especially with how much sludge it just brought out. Mm -hmm. It also felt like um what is it, Shivers <laughs> boss battle in Splatoon? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, what the Which heck? Almost one to one. <laughs> yeah, very tedious for no reason, but you know, it is what it is. Um, what you think of the fire temple boss? I thought it was I thought it was this really really cool idea. And Goma, that's that's the boss in Ocarina, right? Yeah, this is this is like basically a rock version of Goma. Yeah, I like the idea, um, of using Yonobu. What's his name? 
you know, bow, you know, bow uh, to like bowling up the ramps on the side. Uh, yeah. But unfortunately, because it's so fast, you can just spam it like four times in a row and you don't get hit at all during the entire battle. <laughs> yeah. Um, none of its attacks are actually that dangerous either. You could just use like recall and send it back to him and it actually oh, gets yeah. hurt a bit. It, it was it, it was so easy. It was, it was so a easy. good idea. They just kind of needed maybe they needed some like platforming or something or maybe like uh if there was a weak spot on the bottom of him yeah. and if you ascended through him while he was on the roof then yeah. you can hit it. That would be kind of Oh cool. wow. I think you just you just made me realize something. I don't think any of the boss fights in this game actually have platforming involved. Uh, no, they don't. <laughs> yeah, because Breath of the Wild had um had water blight Ganon with the uh water the water levels rising. Oh yeah, and I guess the electricity one or the lightning one had yeah. don't fall off the platform. Don't fall off, yeah. Don't fall <laughs> off the platforms, or else you're gonna be stuck on the bottom of the camel for the entire battle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know about this one. Um, if you fought the rematch of this. Goma, I forget what the name was, but Goma, uh, it doesn't even have the ceiling anymore. It's just a plain circular arena that you fight it in, and it doesn't go on the ceiling. You just keep battering with Yonoba when it's ten times easier than it originally was. What the heck? Um, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it was a bit of it was a bit disappointing. Um, I gotta say, like for a boss rematch, it's probably one of the worst out of the four. Mm. Worst in terms of difficulty, but you know. Uh, I think the battle uh, before you get to the fire temple, it, like the yeah. giant monsters coming out of the volcano, it was so much oh, more yeah. hype. Yeah, like, that was didn't do anything with it. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was just that one. It was just that one monster battle, and then you go in, and it was it's super chill. Yeah. Now the desert Did temple. We hit all of them. Oh yeah, the Gibdo. Gibdo. Uh, what do you think of? I that? love the design of it. It was sick. Yeah. Um and then having it having to like half defeat it before you get in there was pretty cool. Yeah. Um but then the boss battle itself was just like okay, run away from all the slow enemies while you wait until you get that ability, the lightning ability back. Yeah. And then you're just lightning them. It's just a lot of running. There's not much to it. I mean, once you have your Nobo, it just everything is everything's really easy. You just get like fire weapons and you get fire arrows or maybe just bombs get yonobo get get uh riju it's it's almost like a, a complete it's 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 almost like a hack and slash at that point you're just kind of repeating repeatedly attacking those guys mm -hmm. i don't know what to say though it's kind of it's another one of those easy boss battles that there's like only one difficult move that you can't really dodge easily but like everything else, it just it's just more of a grind rather than uh difficulty. Yeah. I do think the the puzzles in the lightning uh temple were very good. I like those ones. Oh yeah, those were amazing. Those reminded me of Ocarina of Time. Yeah, exactly. I was kinda uh even in the Fire Temple, I was kinda hoping they would have like chanting like they did in the original Ocarina of Time. <laughs> But they they got close. They had like the ominous. Mm, <laughs> it was close. It was pretty close. But you know, of course, Nintendo would never do that. Nope. 
I'm, I'm, I'm still thankful that you uh, bought me that copy of Ocarina of Time uh, from Japan. This is uh, version one point one. With that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it has the uh, it has the chance. <laughs> oh my! Uh, the other boss battle that is technically a boss battle is, I believe, the Master Koga ones. Um, oh dear! I think I have beaten the initial one and the second one. It's just I'm sure there's more, right? Oh yeah, I I've beaten all of them. If if you don't care about spoilers, I could talk about them. Yeah, I don't care. I'm assuming that he just has a different uh, vehicle that he made. <laughs> uh, everything but the last one. Mm. But the last one, you'll be surprised how um, how stupidly like stupidly easy that is. Uh, I'll talk about it later, though, because it does relate to something that we can touch on. Uh, it, it does relate to something like later in the main quest. So we can look at that soon. Oh, and um, in terms of other boss battles, I guess we could, we still haven't talked about the um, the Gleox on the overworld, the three-headed dragons. Oh, yeah. I actually have not attempted any of them. Those you have insanely not? hard. I've have beaten you? the game. I just don't think I have enough things to defeat it. Okay. One does, like, barely any damage. Uh, I, I'm going to have to force you to go against one of those, at least. Not the one, yeah. not, not, not the one on the Bridge of Hylia. That one is terrible. Um, probably the best one to go after is the one on the very west side of, um, you know, like where the, the Thuntra Plateau is on that west, like the mushroom area on the west oh, side of yeah. Hyrule. Yeah. So close to there, you cross the bridge, you turn left up that mountain and it should be where one of those Breath of the Wild memories were. Uh, that's where a Gliok can be found. And I'm that one's sure one of the- I've seen all three of them and each time I'm like, nope. And just fly away. I I <laughs> highly recommend you fight it. Oh wait, there's an easier one. Just go to the Coliseum. Oh yeah, I guess I, I I saw the Coliseum. I'm like, okay, knowing Nintendo, this has a harder boss battle. <laughs> I guess I was right. <laughs> so, um, Gleox originally were very hard. Like early game, they instantly kill you. They're one of the highest damaging enemies, I think, with their laser attacks. Later into the game, they surprisingly get really easy. If you get enough bow- bows and arrows. Yeah, if um, you get enough arrows. <laughs> if, you kill enough, if you kill enough keys or arracudas or uh, anything with eyeballs, uh, eyeballs are your best friends against this boss. You literally just spam eyeball attacks and you pretty much automatically win. Oh yeah, does it react to elemental? So if you have the fire one, uh, the ice one does more, or... It Vice doesn't do, I don't think it does more damage, but the elemental ones do explode, so at least you get that um, area of effect type of damage, the splash mm. damage. Um, it helps a lot, so I, I, I recommend you use those. Um, but the bosses get so incredibly easy. Like, those bosses get incredibly easy once you know their pattern. Yeah, I assume all three of them are basically the same, with just slightly different abilities. Elemental. Oh, um... I hate to tell you that. I hate to break it to you, but um, there is actually a fourth version out there. Oh no! <laughs> you'll well, find this. You'll find this in very difficult to reach locations. Hmm. Well, I'll have to get into that then. <laughs> I won't. I won't tell you where. I won't tell you where. But there, some of them are pretty easy to find. Uh, it's just hard to get to. Hmm. I guess we, in, did, uh, we did boss battles. 
We yes, did the we enemies. did boss battles. We did enemies. Now I'd like think I'd like to talk about the music. Yeah, yeah. Um, because we mentioned this. earlier that, uh, or I mentioned earlier that the uh, Colgara name. Yep, Colgara. The Colgara boss battle theme, best theme in the game. Yes, best best theme in the game. It's it like no it, competition. <laughs> it, it sounds like the love letter to uh, Wind Waker. Yeah. <laughs> Such a dramatic uh, dragon roost theme, uh, mm-hmm. mixed in with mixed in with like Breath of the Wild Rito Village. The other parts that I loved of when, anytime they mentioned Link or or like a hero in the future, usually in those memories, um, yeah. they would play either the main Zelda theme or they'd yeah. play a little bit of the Breath of the Wild theme or try to mix it in. Yeah, those were nice. Um, those were nice little bits there. Yeah, same with um, when like Zelda does something cool, they play um her theme, and then at the very end, they play Zelda's lullaby when she's waking up. It's like, of course, <laughs> of course, if they didn't, the, the fan base would be mad. <laughs> yeah, the fan base would be mad. They would say they would instantly say, well, they technically already say that this is not a Zelda game, but they'd even say there's more fans that would say it, that it won't be a Zelda game. Without the Zelda theme. <laughs> Listen, it has Zelda on the cartridge, so I'll let you tell you. <laughs> um, I know, though, that they did kind of um reuse a lot of the, recycle a lot of the themes from Breath of the Wild. Like all yeah, the most locations. of the overworld stuff, right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, they did get new variations for all, like, the four, the four settlements. Yeah. You get the like eerie versions of um of Rito Village and Grito Town has some really like really disturbing music that you, disturbing and suspenseful music. Um Goron City sounds really goofy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I probably because they're technically on drugs. <laughs> yeah, they are on drugs. <laughs> I don't that think was I heard a... the the Rito one. Oh no, the Rito one, yeah. Because it was all covered in snow and it was all depressing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then there was also... What other interesting parts? Um, I guess I could say... I guess I could say... Uh, they kind of improved the overworld themes. I'm not sure if that's debatable or not. Um, like, it's not like you have to wait like every five minutes for a theme. It kind of plays like every 30 seconds. I mean, I think it was very similar. I had, very similar. Yeah, they had the same vibe and everything. Um, I loved when you either did a there was a Zonai memory or something, and they did the yeah. the backwards sounding stuff. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those that were was nice. sick. Unfortunately, I think they only had like two clips, and they kept using it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they used the same song over and over again for every every tier. Which is just Nintendo. <laughs> like, Nintendo. How many times are they going to use the Kakariko Village theme or any of the uh, forests? <laughs> yeah. It's actually a bit surprising, though, because, I mean, if you think back to something like uh, Super Mario Galaxy 2, they they did get all the songs back, but they they recomposed all of them. They reorchestrated all of them to kind of fit the more orchestral, less cosmic type of theme. I was mm-hmm. kind of expecting a little more evolution in, in this game, per se. 
Yeah, just a a tiny bit more eeriness or something yeah. maybe a little bit more whimsical when you're up in the air or like yeah. more drums when you're in the depths or something. Just yeah. Even alternatives would have been better. Mhm. Uh in terms of cutscene music, was there anything really memorable besides the Breath of the Wild moment or the Zelda moment? Uh I don't I don't know what this Breath of the Wild moment would be to you, but specifically uh when they show what's his name raru yes raru yeah. when yeah. raru is like he grabs ganondorf and sacrifices himself and like yeah. t- promises him that link will come to <laughs> defeat him yeah. and they perfectly put in uh, the main zelda theme and it was crazy good that so okay good. i <laughs> that yeah okay i think that was i actually forgot about that one um but yeah, that one was crazy and dramatic and epic. Um, I don't think now that you mentioned it, I did kind of underestimate uh, what they were to, they were gonna do with the cutscenes there, the cutscene music. Yeah, that was it. Was the coolest part mainly because uh, a they they kind of hyped out up that scene over the four different oh my uh, sages <laughs> because they told the same story four times in a row and gave us absolutely nothing. Um, and they the finally same show it, and it was worth it. <laughs> it was actually worth it, yeah. All, 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 all that hype with that single with that single frame of Raru standing there injured, all for this epic, epic fight scene to end. Yeah. And at the same time, it explains why his arm is on Ganondorf's chest, why he's yeah. underneath the castle, and so on. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of brings everything together, as well as having just the main theme there is amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess overall, I should say this one thing. Um, they actually brought all the trailer music into this game for once. Yeah. <laughs> even, even that epic... Uh, third trailer with the saxophone they brought bits of that into the game wait really i was looking for that the entire game where'd they yeah so you know the very start of it where there's like that saxophone solo okay um that actually happens around with uh something we'll talk about later really soon uh with the fifth sage there's Mm, bits of that you'll hear (laughs) yeah you'll you'll have to listen to it you have to watch those cutscenes again but they play bits of that trailer music when you go meet the fifth sage mm. um, what do you think about the voice acting in these cutscenes i know that i think on twitter you've been talking a decent amount about it yeah so i'm not impressed i'm actually well that's an understatement i'm actually disappointed um i was expecting a larger voice cast in this to be honest with you yeah it's just i can see that i mean coming off of age of calamity you'd expect You'd expect that to be like their testing game. Like you'd expect that to be their game to test out and audition for, you know, more newer voice actors to join the cast. But uh none of those new cast members kind of returned except for uh Christina V. And it was kind of disappointing. Um I was hoping for someone like Paya to be voiced by Andy Gibson because Andy Gibson did Impa, both versions of Impa, and that was that was pretty cool. Um Master Koga's voice in uh, in Age of Calamity was also really funny to hear. I was kind of wishing that he returned, but um, unfortunately, it was just the standard uh, voice clip, grunting voice clips for yeah. many of the characters. You could boil down this entire game to grunting voice clip, 
and it's yeah it's horrible <laughs> it's yeah it's it, you know what's especially just the noise me the most when you have cutscenes where only one of the character talks and the rest of them do grunting noises <laughs> yeah it, it it annoys me specifically when like oh you walk up to a character that is obviously like a character we've already met they yeah. load into a cutscene where they turn around or something and yeah. it's pre-rendered and everything they do like one or two sentences and then fade to black loading screen now it's all text and grunting what <laughs> happened <laughs> yeah it's it's crazy it's crazy i don't think um i don't even think sean shiplock got a chance to voice table in this game at all um no it was all grunting <laughs> it was all just grunting it wasn't even like it wasn't even like a single word uttered yeah I think it was nice that they brought back the champion voice actors for the sages. Um, yeah. But again, they all say the same thing, and they literally said the same script. So <laughs> is it that special? Not really. Not really, yeah. It's from very start to finish of the dungeons. Yeah, they all say the same thing. It's kind of just like, oh, okay, they're back. But um, can I get more, please? Yeah. <laughs> It's a little jarring, too, especially when you look back at Age of Calamity. Um, literally, like, every single NPC in that game had voice dialogue. Every yeah. single NPC, every single action, every single character-to-character -character interaction, literally every single bit of that game had voice acting. And it kind of disappoints me that they didn't really do much in this one. And also the fact that the cutscenes aren't, like, all the memories aren't as big in scope. I feel, yeah. I feel like in Breath of the Wild, each memory, or each, yeah, I think they're memories as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they had, they took place in different spots. They weren't really together. Um, you could you could watch them however you wanted. Mm -hmm. um, and you didn't really have to chop anything together. One was in Hyrule Castle, where Zelda is talking to her father. Another is with just Link and Zelda in a field, where Link is just wiping a sword around and Zelda's thinking. Uh, yeah. Another is where they're running away from uh, some enemies. Um, and you can kind of see some heroic abilities from Link. And I feel like every memory in Tears of the Kingdom was just, okay, Sonya, Raru, and Zelda? Let's talk about <laughs> a plot point. Ooh. And? Nothing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so... I, I, every time I watch a memory in this game, they finish it up, and I'm like, okay, what does that have to do with anything? Like, I'm Ganon like, goes to visit Raru. Raru says, I will keep watch on him. Next memory. The next memory, he's attacking them. What the happened? Warlock, Warlock <laughs> punches Sonya instantly. Oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I saw the Warlock punch. Uh, the, that was my second memory. So that yeah. was a whiplash. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, the the game did give you the game did technically give the order, but I kind of wish they didn't make it as uh, subtle. As yeah, it was. I, they did make it very subtle. I did kind of like that the the ground pattern had yeah. to do with one thing in that memory. That was kind of nice. Yeah, um, it's just, but it's just kind maybe, of unfortunate. Maybe, maybe if they did it in a way where if you do it in if you unlock like the sword one and the Zelda one. Then you unlock yeah. the Sonya getting punched. <laughs> so you get to watch a third bonus one. Or yeah, that would have been nice. Tea time with Zelda and Sonya and another <laughs> conversation with Raru that doesn't really make any sense. 
then you unlock i don't know the the ganon one where you meet ganon yeah. and he goes to robbery in the in the in the castle like mm-hmm. just mix it up a bit yeah you, know, you have to make more and you have to spend more money but i'd rather have more character interactions <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of disappointing, too, with the way that the, the cutscenes were laid out. It's, like you said, like, Breath of the Wild was more fragmented, but I think that actually worked in its favor with yeah. the way, with how random, like, everything is, like, how randomly you would get the cutscenes. Um, that was really not worth the, the whiplash when you think about it. Yeah, because you got to kind of learn uh, what the character of Zelda is like, what yeah. the quote-unquote character of Link is, you can, what we the fragments that we got. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also characters that were technically already dead. Yeah. So, and of of course the champions, the best part yeah. of that game. So <laughs> it's crazy to think like one of the very first memories that everyone gets in Breath of the Wild is probably the one where Calamity Ganon just, like starts uh, like just arrives in Hyrule, and that's one that's one of the last ones out there. But mm-hmm. but it's crazy to think that it fits so well into the storytelling. Like you could be walking blindly into this game, and it just adds more questions rather than answers. Whereas, if you were to do that out of order in Tears of the Kingdom, it's kind of like, okay, I know what this leads it to. I, now I don't really need to know anything else. You, you just got me thinking that, okay, they completely dropped the ball with the sages, with those cutscenes. Yeah, I that's remember true. That with the champions, they all have an individual cutscene with Link, mm-hmm. and yep. to show the relationship with Link, they had... Uh, uh, Rivali had his where he's just uh, he's just super cocky, and then it makes it it's a good character, but nobody likes him. <laughs> the rival to Le- the the worthy rival to Lake. Exactly, and then uh, the Gerudo one. Forget his name, unfortunately. Gerudo um, or Goron. 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 Uh, he, be- he becomes like a best friend with Link. He's just the, one of the boys. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mifa's cutscene is a little bit flirty. Link's <laughs> <laughs> girlfriend. Get... Yeah, exactly. But you still get like, kind of a character connection. Um, and mm-hmm. then with the Gerudo, that one was Urbosa? where, uh, yeah, Zelda falls asleep in a Ur- in Urbosa's lap, and she wakes him. Uh, she wakes her up with the lightning, and yep. Link comes around the corner and was like, "Oh, do I have to protect her?" But no, she's fine. And it turns out Urbosa's that's motherly figure or exactly oh my goodness zelda's aunt whereas tears of the kingdom didn't have yeah tears of the kingdom had like almost none of that except for sonya and zelda that was it like unless they're purposely saving a lot of that character interaction for dlc uh, i hope they actually knock it out of the park with the dlc if they were to do that yeah exactly um, we don't talk about the DLC wait. today. We did mention it a few times on the modcast, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, that will be a future topic. Speaking of the sages, there is one sage that we forgot to cover, or at least we were purposely trying to hide. Uh, <laughs> Even I forgot. So you know, you prog- if you're if you're one of those who plays in chronological order, you wouldn't find this anytime soon. It happens after you find all the four, the four other sages. Uh, boom, you go through this massive, like, climactic battle on Hyrule Castle, you fight Phantom Ganon, like, you find out that this Zelda was a fake Zelda, and you fight Phantom Ganon, that was pretty cool, by the way, um, and then suddenly you got, you, you think that you're at the end game, but then the game kind of 
the game kind of surprises you with a fifth stage, like a fifth stage, a fifth dungeon, and a fifth boss battle fight. What did you think of that, Dakota? Uh, again, I think we mentioned this during the modcast. Uh, meh. Meh. <laughs> uh, I think I kind of saw it from a mile away, honestly. Yeah. I, was, I wasn't like too spoiled online, and I knew there had to be something more. They weren't just yeah. going to play the cake, go to the each corner of, the, of Hyrule, and then boss yeah. battle. I knew they had to do something new. See, I also had I also thought that they were going to break something new, but I think I also said this in the modcast. But I had an unfortunate accident, soul discovery, of this fifth sage, and it became my second dungeon. So I I finished the wind, and then I decide to go shrine hunting, and then I accidentally run across this this uh the the storm in the sky. So I decided, oh maybe there's like a shrine or two in there. I go in, I eventually hit this massive building. I'm like, what the heck is this place? I do all that stuff, and then I, f- I unlock a mysterious main quest I've never heard of before. I'm like, is this is another dungeon? Did I accidentally run into another dungeon? And at that point, I was just like, I, I actually, I completely skipped like a whole part of the quest that I didn't really need to, that, you know, um, I never knew about until after beating the game. It was it was such a weird surprise, um, and unlocking this unlocking the sage wasn't even that worth it either because it just gave you a a mech like a mech. It was that, just Titanfall. It was just Titanfall. <laughs> it was just Titanfall. Yeah, it gave you a mech that wasn't incredibly that useful. It was just kind of there. Yeah, if it could, it could be like an upgradable thing for DLC where mm-hmm. it has like legs or maybe you can <laughs> attach a bicycle to it or something but yeah. it's it's slow on its own and it's still pretty slow with the fan and it's yeah. limited time so it's worthless at that point exactly um, yeah after those after that temple i have never used it <laughs> i only kept it out as a as a, a cpu to help me fight other than that i also never used it i mean i sometimes use it for mining but that's pretty much it I will say the boss battle, like the the boxing ring thing, that was yeah. actually kind of hard. That was hard, yes. That I you think I died the most of that boss. I'm not sure why. <laughs> I died the most of that boss for sure. Yeah, um, I don't even. I don't think I died in any of the bosses other than that one. I think I died like four times. <laughs> ironically enough, that also felt like a very, very much of a Mario boss fight when you think about it. Yeah, kind of evening, evening the playing field almost. Yep. Knocking yeah. him into the electric fence is kind of a Mario thing to do. <laughs> yeah, that's literally Mario Odyssey with Bowser. <laughs> yeah, Bowser, Mario Odyssey, uh, Super Mario 64 with the spike balls. Uh, oh, yeah. Super Mario Galaxy with that spinning disc thing that you have the ground pound. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, basically... it's made by the same creator. <laughs> I mean, Miyamoto did work on the game, so there's that. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I was about to talk about my the special Koga thing. Uh, mild spoilers, but Koga's final final boss uh, machine is actually just a spoof of this boss fight, but a lot a lot weaker, much weaker. Eh. I feel like eh, that kind of be cool. <laughs> I I literally like beat like Koga like maybe within less than five minutes because of just how much weaker it was compared to this boss fight. Mm-hmm. But it's literally the same thing. Dang. I think uh, also Minoru being the fifth sage. Uh, why? 
Uh, yeah, I also I, have to ask why. She was in like one cutscene. If yeah. you can count the extra four in the Sage's cutscenes, <laughs> if you want. Yeah. yeah, that's true. But she also had like, I guess she was technically like the Pyra. Wait, what's her name? Uh, um, uh, Pora. Pora. <laughs> I Pyra and Mithra in my head. Pyra, Pyra Mithra. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, she's kind of like the Pora of that era. I would prefer if maybe Pora was the fifth one, because I would think. Yeah, Pora as a fifth sage would have been cool. Maybe even Hestu. Let's be honest. Like, <laughs> I that would have been a twist. <laughs> that would have been the best twist ever. And come on, like we've seen Hestu fight before. It's not impossible. Yeah, I feel like there would be a secret stone in um the great Deco Tree or something. Maybe he can yeah. be the secret six. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> you have to go kill the Deku Tree first, like you did in oh. uh, Ocarina of Time. <laughs> <laughs> is that now, that section? Yeah, that would be. Yeah, cool. I mean, besides saying the temple is really tedious, I don't think there's much else to say. It's not much of a temple. It's uh, a bunch of flagpoles. <laughs> yeah, it's a bunch of flagpoles. Just like you know, it's 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 a stupid build quest that takes like hours to finish. Yeah. I don't ever want to go through that again. Now, okay, later in this game, uh, the whole reason why this this game was really dragon-themed to begin with, with the, the what was it called? The Ouroboros on the title? I think that was what it was. Um, Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, so we found out that, oh, well, there's this new dragon called the Light Dragon, and, oh my gosh, guess who it is? It's Zelda. I accidentally discovered this earlier on before I completed all my memories. Yeah, I got kind of spoiled on Twitter when people were like, oh, uh, it, like, uh, first of all, fan art. Shout yeah. out to all artists everywhere. You did amazing work. But when Link is physically hugging and sometimes kissing a giant dragon, I'm like, okay, hmm. I wonder. I wonder why. I found out through <laughs> some. You can kind of YouTube put the puzzle comment. pieces together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But also, it was kind of predictable when you think about when you if you if you see if you hear like they foreshadowed this so much. Oh yeah. They needed it was to. so obvious. Minoru was like, oh, if you eat the secret secret stone, you'll turn into a dragon. Don't do it! Wink, 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 wink. And then you see a blonde-haired dragon flying around and, like... Yeah. I wonder who that is. <laughs> the fact that the Master Sword was there, too, kind of gave it away for me. Yeah. I wish there was more subtlety, but I'm not really sure how there would be. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. Zelda becoming dragon is cool, but, you know, they could have probably done more with it but also not foreshadow it like crazy. <laughs> um, but what did you think of like the Master Sword scene, though? That's the final one? Where she transforms, or no? Well, just getting the Master Sword and then getting the memory. Oh. Well, I got the, I got the Master Sword like very early, probably like 10 hours in. Yeah. So, and that's where I kind of put together, okay, so this is Zelda, this is how the Master Sword got back. <laughs> I thought it was really cool, the idea that, oh... If you send it back, it has 10,000 odd years to charge. That's pretty cool. And it yeah. could be, I, I guess it's technically more powerful. They didn't 
say that at all, but it doesn't break with Ganon, so I'm assuming it's more powerful. Uh, well, I mean, they did the exact same thing with Calamity Ganon, so I guess 30, it only had a hundred years to charge. Or yeah, that's years. true. So I guess this it's like ten thousand more than more than ten thousand. Yeah, it's, it's something insane. <laughs> Not something bad. insane. But uh, eh, it was all right. I had enough hearts, so it's not like anything suspenseful, like in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Oh yeah, you stamina as well. I think <laughs> to get oh, the, yeah. you use stamina instead of hearts too. That was a bit of a surprise. Yeah, it was all right. If it was like uh, maybe a little bit better, it could have given us some flashbacks or yeah. just something more. Maybe if it was in the middle of a boss fight, I would have loved that. Yeah, if it was like in a panic, maybe. Yeah, like you jump in. Yeah, and you get a boss down to half health, and then nothing does anything to them yeah. after that. And you had to go grab it, and uh oh, you don't have enough hearts. Good luck. Now you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder what game already did this type of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have flashbacks from this from this very special theme. Um, yeah, that was kind of the thing I was disappointed about. Like, they didn't really have anything high stakes during the Master Sword. It was just kind of more of a dramatic type of, well, dramatic question mark. It was kind of there, you know, I didn't really have much of a connection to the Light Dragon. I was like, is this Zelda? Is this Zelda? Is this Zelda? And then, you know, they just kind of reveal it. Oh, okay. That's her. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of people got to the point where they... They defeated Phantom Ganon in the castle, and then they were like, oh, go find the Master Sword. And then the, the, the quest animation showed yeah. up, find the Master Sword. And it shows <laughs> up again, completed. <laughs> that's what... <laughs> yeah. I actually got the Master Sword quest from uh, Minoru. Because um, she talked about the Master Sword, she's like, where the heck is it? You should have it. Oh, she scolded me for that. <laughs> Uh, but you know, that was, that was when I got the Master Sword also pretty early game. And at that point I was like, oh, okay, maybe I should just push through all the memories and just get it over with because I already know what the ending's going to be like. And, you know, funny enough, uh, one of the cutscenes that were spoiled to me was, uh, the funny Ganondorf laugh, uh, gif that everyone knows about now. Yeah. That went on Twitter day one. <laughs> yeah. That, that was spoiled to me. I'm like, okay, okay, Sure. Like, I'm sorry, but what they couldn't have? It doesn't look bad. It's just weird. Right? <laughs> it doesn't look motion captured. That's I, I can say that for sure. For sure. Yeah, uh, his face shouldn't move like that. Although yeah, it's like one emotion throughout the entire game. So <laughs> yeah, his uh, his resting face is kind of just the same all throughout. Yeah. <laughs> the moment I saw, I'm like, oh, there it is. There's a smile, but. You know, it's nothing too special, nothing too spoilery. It just happens. And uh, for the record, uh, Matthew Mercer as Ganondorf. Uh, I know this is off topic, but uh, solid. But uh, I can't get Matthew Mercer out of my head. It's you can't I see him as Ganon. I don't see Ganon as Ganon. You don't see Ganon as Ganon. You just see Matthew Mercer. Ma Matthew Mercer as Ganon. He's just too iconic of a voice. Like, Flashback. He's in. He's in JoJo. He's in Attack on Titan. Yep. He's in uh, Critical Role. Like, come on. He's even in Fire Emblem. <laughs> oh yeah. 
Yeah. Like, I know I know Nintendo has him on their payroll, but I'd like a more unique voice, maybe somebody with a naturally deep voice, not just somebody yeah. who... Not someone who fanboy, not someone who fanboyed over canon previously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Flashbacks to Therobe Brawl. Unless we're getting like a little bit like deeper in depth into the canon's like backstory, oh, then man, I kind of wish yeah. that. Would... I think it's uh, could have done more. Yeah, they could have done more with this voice. Literally everything we heard in the trailers is pretty much everything we hear in the game. Yeah. Other than, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> or all and the kind of mummified, a... all the raspy mummified voices, too. Yeah. And they definitely edited his voice for the actual game. In the trailers, I'm pretty sure it's nearly raw. Yeah, it's all raw. It's all raw voice clips. In the, in the game, it's, it's all, like, echoed, and it's distorted, slightly distorted to give off the powerful feeling. Yeah, which is fine. That's, that's what you have to do. Yeah. Oh, I guess I guess we should probably talk about the final the final segment of the game. Uh, so here's the problem. Here's my problem with this. Just approaching the final area is really tedious as heck. I absolutely hated going through those um, that underground segment just to get to the boss. Oh yeah, we have to kind of like swerve between the caves when there's a different yeah. enemy at each corner. Yeah, that yeah. was weird. That felt so unnecessary. Like, I can understand, like, something like Hyrule Castle, because that had multiple paths. You know, that was actually fun. But mm -hmm. this, it's just so, like, repetitive and depressing and just... It was, dull. like, arbitrarily difficult, because they put that yeah. silver vinyl right at the start. And yeah. I'm pretty sure that's just to, to, to deter new players, so they don't go down there. <laughs> that was actually the first... <laughs> kind of, kind of nothing. That was actually the first Lionel I ran into in the game. <laughs> I, I decided to get later on. Yeah, I got I got him down there out of curiosity. I found this Lionel like, nope, 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 nope. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> well, it worked then. It definitely works. Even though I tried fighting it like three times or something. I think I killed it. I think I killed it. I I was like, am I too close to the boss fight now? Hmm. Yeah. So I it I was kind of cool. It was kind of cool getting through the enemies and then getting yeah. to the point where you started at the very first second of the game where you're going that down nice. that castle. I'm like, oh, this is this is the hallway. I was yeah. like, the Leonardo DiCaprio meme. <laughs> and the music played, too. The beginning music. Yeah. Um, and then you eventually get to, uh, like, the writings on the walls and the drawings, yeah. and you finally have the ability to destroy the rocks, and it kind of yeah. tells you what happened already. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert. Zelda's going to become a dragon. Yeah. Wow. Which yeah, in that case, it's not uh, it's not a prophecy. It's just drawing what happened, exactly. Which is kind of interesting. Oh, I wonder what would have happened if they had the Sheikah Slate down there with a the bomb rune. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> would have been would have saved them like ten uh, like thousands, literally years ten thousand years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like oh no, Ganondorf's down there. Don't 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 go down there. Zelda's become, Zelda's become a dragon. No, that's that was kind of really weird, but unfortunately, I had to go through that area. I think like two or three times because there were uh, so many corners and things blocked with rocks. So I yeah. needed to either go get rocks or bombs or something <laughs> multiple oh, times. I was so thankful I stocked up on bombs and 
it got really annoying when they, they took away the sages halfway through. Oh, yeah. You fall on down that pit and they're like, haha, no sages. It's like, oh, your first, you're, you're getting nerfed again. After spending hundreds of hours in the game, you're going to nerf you again because why not? It's not really uh, an explanation. It can't be. I guess it's like too deep for them to get to. <laughs> yeah, they, they did kind of, kind of have an explanation. Like it says like their spirits or their magic can't reach you from here. Uh, I guess that works. I mean, it yeah. really wasn't that difficult. You still had overpowered weapons at that point. Apparently, the the physical versions of them could get there instantly, but yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> From halfway across Hyrule. Yeah, exactly. I guess um, uh, before the final battle, they had kind of the army oh, uh, man. area. I think that was yep. a cool idea, and it kind of where the sages following you around and you go yeah. have to go push a on them kind of came together and that's why they did it but they only did it once so it's not that come on yeah it's not really anything too special if you had the sages out already like and you yeah. you know fought those monster hordes like those monster forces uh with their teammates uh it didn't feel like anything special i mean it was also something they did in skyward sword except you didn't have teammates in that yeah, um, it felt like Age of Calamity. I wanted yeah, it to be Age of Calamity at the point. I was like, why am I fighting all these with Breath of the Wild mechanics when I could just be playing a hack and slash with much better tuned controls for this? It did feel more powerful when the more powerful enemies came around, and yeah. I had to like kind of focus on one while taking care of another. Yeah. Um, and that's like... That's something you can only get from this type of game and not yeah. Age of Calamity. Age of Calamity yeah. is just like, okay, one foul swoop, now you got seven of them in the air, and yep. <laughs> now you're going to just spam them for like 40 other moves. <laughs> yeah. Here it's like, okay, maybe I should just fight one at a time and get my ass kicked. But Yeah. Very rarely did I use the abilities in that uh, battle as well. I kind of forced myself to use them just for the sake of it. <laughs> Yeah, and I have to assume that if you didn't, if you made your way all the way down there alone, and you didn't yeah. do any of the challenges or any of the temples, you could do that battle. It's just a lot harder considering you don't have four other teammates, right? I would I assume the same. I think I'll have to replay the game to do that, but you know, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely, I'll definitely think about it. Because <laughs> the runs for this game are like an hour long, so there's no way they've gone to each temple for an hour. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no way because there's, there's just too much to do to get to the dungeons. I think, um, I think fighting them though without, without teammates would be a pretty interesting challenge. Yeah, I think that honestly it would be a little bit like, um, what are this the Master Sword challenges? Yeah, similar to that. Yeah. Well, also you can't save down. I don't think you could save too at that point. You cannot save. You cannot. <laughs> I save. got to. I got to the door right before Ganon and realized that I don't have any healing items and my yeah. gloom was all the way down to like three hearts. <laughs> so then it said I couldn't uh, I couldn't um, save and I also couldn't fast travel from there. So I had to go back <laughs> on one save and do that whole thing again. <laughs> and not screw up. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was an interesting part of the game. I... I'm actually thankful that they had it, just because you know there's no real, there's no other situation that has that big of a battle in the yeah. game. It's meant to so be epic. Meant to be epic. Uh, 
definitely a bit of hack and slash desire to be there, to, to be desired, but it was worth it. Yeah. But then you well, walk into Ganondorf. Final, yeah, considering the final fight. Oh dear, the final fight has so many great moments. I think that's I think that's where my favorite part of the soundtrack is as well. Um, mm. It was probably one of the best, probably one of the best themes in the game. Uh, so basically, you start off, you know, you meet Ganon again. You're kind of kind of tensed up because all your stages are being are preoccupied by the bosses from earlier, and you're like, is he gonna nerf me again, or are we gonna go into like one v one or something? And then sooner or later, uh, you see Ganondorf, um, you know, hydrate, rehydrate himself, as per the memes, rehydrates himself, and then boom, you get you get the long-awaited one v one sword battle. But that's only that's only the tip of the iceberg. Um, I think halfway through the battle, you get the sages coming in, and Ganondorf, on the other hand, decides to clone himself into five. And it makes for a super duper difficult fight, especially because Ganondorf can permanently take away a heart. Mm-hmm. That was well, that was one of the big surprises there for me. I think probably the coolest part was where they kind of break the fourth wall almost, and yeah. you, you you know there's there's got to be multiple phases to a boss battle in Nintendo games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the first one, first one was like, okay, that was really easy. And you get to the second one, and he goes into his Demon King form, and the health goes back, and it just keeps going. <laughs> keeps going. <laughs> and that was super, super cool. I wish more games kind of did it like that. Um, what kind of, kind of destroyed it was that the Master Sword does such a big chunk of damage. Yeah. So you're not really in that battle for long, but... <laughs> The fact that the the health bar has been this large for this for two games now, and now yeah. it's pretty much doubling, and it went off the screen. <laughs> that was that was a really insane part. Um, <laughs> the fact that it stays there to the battle too; it doesn't yeah. just okay consolidate into the back to the normal one. No, this is a real health <laughs> bar. This is a real extended health bar. Where... <laughs> um, as well as when, when you're fighting him, he can also flurry rush, technically. Or oh, he can dodge. man. Yep. <laughs> yep. That was terrifying. That scared me. That scared me. Even more even more so than the good old battle-tested Guardian from Age of Calamity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I thought... I thought... I thought parrying a laser back and forth was scary, but this, yeah, this, this, this really got me. This really got me going. I do wish he kind of used a little bit more magic abilities rather than just, yeah. okay, duplicating himself. And that one is obviously Ganon mm -hmm. or Ganondorf. So you could just go and defeat him. It wasn't like, like that special at all. Yeah. And maybe they could have added some of the more, some of the abilities into the battle. Yeah. Like, yeah. You could maybe use Ascend somewhere. You could probably use um, a Reverse Time somewhere. Ganondorf like, sends a huge projectile, you re reverse it, or maybe he sends everyone flying to the air, or you know, he goes up to the air and there's like floating platforms. Or Yeah, exactly. So some he pulls, stuff like um, that. I also kind of wish he had his giant organ. <laughs> yeah, that would have been nice. <laughs> what an amazing comeback that would be! It'd be like you go into the thing. He's not. He'd probably be regular Ganon at that point, or Ganondorf, yeah. uh, not uh, uh, dehydrated Ganondorf, <laughs> playing the 
playing the organ. Probably some cool theme that we already recognize. Gerudo Valley yeah. theme. <laughs> <laughs> He's practicing. Turns around, goes and fights you. That'd be sick. Yeah. <laughs> that's what. But, that's um, another thing that wanted me to... That I really want a, a remake of Ocarina of Time in the same style. <laughs> Recomposed soundtrack with something still crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, the final boss theme was really crazy. Like, I'm not sure if you listened to it recently, but um, it basically like it's it, com- it, com- it encompasses like all of Ganondorf from the past games to um, Breath of the Wild. It was such a fun theme to listen to. Um, I think like the beginning kind of references back to uh, uh, Link to the Past or Ganon or Ocarina of Time, kind of like that weird time signature type of thing. And then I think way later into the fight, um, in the final phase, it gives you the Calamity Ganon's theme, actually, in a much mm-hmm. more dramatic and fast-paced version of it. It was such a nice homage to just the entire franchise as a whole. Um, and plus, you know, they're, they're playing with different instruments, too. It's not like you're playing with your traditional orchestral stuff. They added in, like, the... What's it called? I don't know what they're called, but they're Japanese instruments, basically. Is it like the Japanese guitar with that giant fan yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know what it's called, but I'm just listening to it now and I can find that. Yeah. The and a lot, of, a lot of really drums. Crazy. Yeah, lots, lots of drums. Lots of drums. That's what made this really tense. I'm re-listening to it now and they have the Breath of the Wild theme right at the end. Yeah. <laughs> so Pete's all the theme for me. So each time they played it, even if it was just two notes, it was so hype. <laughs> yep. Yep. Definitely one of the, my favorite boss fight themes ever. And the boss doesn't end there. Nope. Uh, eventually you do somewhat defeat the Demon King. And he's yep. just like, hmm, no. <laughs> Screw it. I and give he, up. Let's, essentially let's... he pulls a Zelda. <laughs> yeah. Pulls Zelda, eats the tear, or stone, or whatever it's called, becomes a yeah. dragon, loses all so sanity. Cool. I was not spoiled by this at all. So once once he like, I think the tear started to like crumble on his forehead. I'm like, yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> and then he, he takes do? it out of his head. I'm like, no way. <laughs> You're not gonna do it. You're not gonna do it. And he eats it. Boom. And of course, for some reason, we're two of two of games where um, the final boss is the giant thing in the overworld. <laughs> <laughs> this time you are in the sky, which is a nice difference to have. Mm-hmm. Well, is it a uh, nice difference? Uh, well, it does contribute to the very, very ending of the game. The ending yeah, sequence. I think it's an interesting difference. I don't think it's very nice. I is feel like... Not- was it tedious? This might be a hot take. It, I think it was a little bit tedious, and the scale was a little bit hard to grasp. Uh, mainly because when you're flying and you're kind of gliding towards Dragon Ganondorf, yeah, uh, you're trying to get there to his weak points. Yeah. I feel like it took ages to get over there, and I uh, felt maybe... like he was moving away from me the entire time. <laughs> uh, maybe you should have equipped the the gliding gear. I think I did have the gliding gear, but you again, did. like, I didn't have as much uh, horizontal movement as a glider, right? 
Uh, well, not yet. Down sure a lot not. faster. Well, no, you you get to move a lot more horizontally than normally, mm-hmm. but um, and you don't take full damage if you upgrade it enough. Uh, but it is, yeah, it still is pretty difficult to land on those spots too. Yeah, I thought that final boss battle was gonna pull like a Star Fox. We're gonna ride on on the back of Dragon Zelda, and she was gonna shoot laser beams or something. <laughs> oh yeah, you know what? They're not gonna do a Splatoon three in this one, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my goodness! When You're Splatoon right, three has a better boss weird. fight. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wait a minute. That would be a Splatoon three if you like ride. If you yeah, you're if kind you of riding dragon and, and then you get got... close and you're defending and... yourself and you get you you hit the weak points. Oh Man, gosh, Splatoon <laughs> when Splatoon gets it better, that's when you know it's it's disappointing. <laughs> yeah, I will say the music made me more hype in Splatoon three. Ah, uh, that might be true. a hot take. <laughs> no, no, you know what? I gotta be honest with you. The music really the music in that final boss didn't really get good until you beat the boss. Yeah. But Splatoon 3's music was was peak. I think I think the only interesting part of that boss fight was literally just the very ending of the boss fight. Yeah. Because that, it wasn't just like straight up defeating him. You still had gameplay left. You had to um go in this dramatic skydiving scene to save Zelda. And it perfectly mirrors the very beginning of the game where you failed to save Zelda from diving after her. That was, that was a pretty that was a pretty neat thing to do. Yeah, that was really, really cool. And I believe they were playing the main theme. They were playing a yes. theme, and I just don't remember which one it was. They were playing a variation of the main theme. It was yeah, and that was so very cool. dramatic. It was so dramatic. It was so crazy. <laughs> I'm still not I'm still not sure how they survived that fall, even though they landed in water, but uh i mean i mean link can survive any fall so yeah at this point yeah oh he's also he's also shirtless too in this this scene oh yeah his legs have built in um the boots from portal (laughs) (laughs) um final scenes solid it was kind of playing the same kind of emotional notes as Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. where they're just like in a field, Zelda's yep. talking, you get a first person view with Link, and she says something cool that may or may not allude to a next game. That's it. And then you get the post credit scene. Yeah. Wait, there was a post oh yes there was a post credit scene. What'd you think of it? I don't remember it. I know there was one, but I don't remember it. <laughs> Minoru passes away. Oh yeah. Um because I don't care about Minoru, I didn't care. She was in one scene. How do I have any <laughs> emotional attachment to this character? Yeah. Um, I mean, okay, Zelda does like do a, do a standing ovation in that scene as well. So, kind yeah, of, it was kind of kind mimicking of okay. the one scene where uh, all the champions are being crowned. Yeah. Is that what you call it? No. Uh, sure, sure, sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then they do that final camera pan, just to, just just like Breath of the Wild did, you know, zoom out and see all the friends walking together, converging, you know. And they play the epic Zelda theme, or Zelda's yeah. the, the main theme. And then the end. But I mean, this time they didn't really allude to another game, though, did they? I mean. They brought Zelda back, and now she's human. So now the story could go anywhere. 
It could go anywhere. It's like, like, okay, so technically, Calamity Ganon is dead, which they killed in Breath of the Wild, which was the embodiment of evil. And then, in Tears of the Kingdom, they, they the killed... Uh, yeah, they killed a Ganon, who just seems to be just an evil dude with the powers of that. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so... I guess he would also be the male Gerudo that every 100 years is born. Now, for some reason, the last 10,000 years, there was not a male Gerudo that went evil, but we won't think about that. Um, <laughs> um, so, technically, there should be a male Gerudo showing up soon, but he would take a few years to grow up. So, I don't think Ganon would be the next villain if they were trying to set something up. Who do you think would be the next villain? You don't know. I thought... Frankly, I thought they were going to bring back the, the like the sorcerer from Age of Calamity somewhere. Aster? But then when you saw, yeah. yeah. But then I'm like, eh, maybe not. Um, he's, too he's too disposable for one. Let's be honest. Yeah, I thought initially I thought he was just another Vati. Clearly, he was just a puppet at this point. Yeah, I don't think I think they left themselves open to another game in the same world, but I mm -hmm. don't think it'll happen very soon. If anything, they're just setting up to have an extra portion of uh, information for DLC. There's nothing. There's nothing beyond this point right now, and nothing mm -hmm. to expect anytime soon. You've made it to the end of the episode. If you'd like to listen to more discussion about Tears of the Kingdom, uh, again, you can check out us discussing Tears of the Kingdom with the Zelda Creators Modcast. That is in the link in the description. Thank you for joining us in discussing Tears of the Kingdom. We'd love it if you could follow us on Twitter, X, and Threads. Listen to future episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Join our community Discord server to continue today's discussion. And we'll see you next time on the Switch Clicks Podcast.